Hello, everyone. I'm Al Grego, and this is the Yes, We Are Open podcast. St. John's, Newfoundland, located on the eastern tip of the Avalon Peninsula. With a population of approximately 110,000, it's the largest city in Newfoundland and Labrador, the capital of the province, and the eastmost city in North America, also one of the oldest. Starting off as a seasonal fishing camp in the early 1500s, Portuguese and Spanish ships crossed the Atlantic annually to fish its waters. But it wasn't until 1583 when Sir Humphrey Gilbert of England claimed it as England's first overseas colony. Sometime after 1630, St. John's was established as a permanent community. Fishing was the main industry in St. John's right up until the 1990s, with the collapse of the cod fishing industry. That's when St. John's became the center of the oil and gas industry in eastern Canada. Tourism is also a growing part of St. John's economy. With its signature colorful row houses and picturesque hilly seaside charm, St. John's is certainly a pretty place to visit. The downtown area has become a cultural hub, catering to all their visitors' needs from hotels, restaurants, to shops and boutiques on Water Street, and it plays host to a vibrant nightlife where you can find live music any night of the week on George Street. But today I'm not traveling too far. In fact, I'm not even going outside. I'm staying at the Sheridan Hotel downtown with a beautiful view of Signal Hill. I take the elevator down to the lobby, then cross the lobby to the subject of this week's story, Lane Gallery. Hi, Don. You look like Al. I'm Al. Man with microphone and earphones walking the door. I assume you are. That's Don, the owner. He welcomes me into his gallery, which is covered on every wall with beautiful photographs of fishing villages, boats, lighthouses, rocky cliffs, and icebergs. On the floor, there are even more photographs mounted on easels and leaning against the front counter. It's a feast for the eyes. Not an inch is wasted. On display is 40-plus years of Don's work. Don leads me to a couple of seats by the window in the back of his gallery, and we settle in for our chat. Hi, my name is Don Lane. I'm the owner and originator of the Lane Gallery in the Sheraton Hotel in St. John's, Newfoundland. Uh, when did you open the Lane Gallery? 1976, so 47 years. I uh, went to university here at, at, at Memorial and started off in commerce, switched to economics. I dabbled in the newspaper there, the Muse, it's called, and met some friends, uh, set up a little camera company, for want of a better word, to work at during university years. And worked at it for summers and winters, and made a bit of money, uh, certainly had fun with doing it. Realized it was it was an enjoyable career, if you took it seriously. Right. So then decided I was going to do this for a living, or wanted to do this for a living. How much do you know when you're 22 years old? Not a lot, right? That's right. Yeah. So it was, it was an only child, so I didn't have any brothers or sisters to worry about. And I said, okay, I'll, I'll try this. And got accepted out of school in California and then took it from there. So that was back in 1972 to 75, yeah. Worked with Canadian Pacific in Montreal for a number of months and got more homesick than usual. Mm-hmm. And came home and got married in 76. Are you from St. John's? Yep, just married, yeah. When I first started, I started in what is now a coffee shop right across the street. Okay. I was doing commercial work, what you call weddings, family portraits, a lot of graduations, commercial work in general. And I had some pictures of Newfoundland that I had taken, just the occasional shots of the communities and stuff. Put them on the wall over there and they sold. People liked them. Yeah. 
and that I enjoyed doing them, but that was not what I intended to do. I intended to do other commercial work. And one day, the manager of the old Hotel Newfoundland, which is was in the parking lot of this one, walked in one day and said, uh, do you want to take over in the lobby of a, a store that was leaving that hotel? I thought, okay, well, nothing to lose. He said, month to month rent. Why not? I moved in there and uh, sold my landscapes. It was old. They weren't dig no digital at that time. Uh, very simple framing, put some on the wall. And they sold. People yeah. bought them. Visitors mainly, of course. And it worked. Can't get much more picturesque of backdrop than St. John's. Well, well, Newfoundland, it's uh, most of what I sell is Newfoundland, some around the world. Mm -hmm. But uh, people like it, people love it, the beauty of the pictures, and they like being here. It's yeah. a very attractive city. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. 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 I love the, the iceberg photos, especially. Yeah. So, whenever you hear there's an iceberg floating in, do you like grab your camera? And uh, <laughs> I'm not quite that desperate. No? <laughs> Over the years, I've gotten a lot, and, when, and I have little friends here and there around the places. They call me and say something, come out and say something. Yeah. This year there were a lot of icebergs. Yeah. A lot of icebergs. But they weren't really photogenic. They no. were they were there were a lot of big flat ones, okay. which don't make good pictures. Oh, and a lot of small pieces that came off it. Right. So you had to be in a certain place at the right time to get the right feeling for it. There were no really big monster ones. Mm. And uh, nothing to get excited about. So you opened this gallery, I guess, in, in Yeah, well in, in, in when the manager of the old hotel asked me to do that, I opened up a gallery in an old shop that was where the tenant was vacated. Mm -hmm. And it made money Right, right, right away. Uh, right. Day one, every month of the year. That's Surprise, right. surprisingly, I was, I was delighted. Tickle pink. And then they announced the, the opening of the, of the building of the new hotel, this mm -hmm. one that we're in now. No, it was uh, CN, then became CP, then became Fairmont, and now it's Sheridan. So these just names. Sure. The basic building is the same. Yeah. We went into this building in 82. Well, while this building was being built, were you able to still resume business? In the oh, yeah, the old, yeah. old hotel ran, of course. So you just kind of built around it? Kind of Basically, like, yeah, it was, you could see, you could you could touch, almost touch the two buildings together when it was being built. So you've been in here since 82? 82. Wow. So four, that's 40, 41 yeah. years. You've seen a lot of change here, obviously, in terms of the hotels and tourism. Yeah. Well, tourism did not come to real fruition in, in Newfoundland until 1997, which was the year of the Matthew visit. In 1997, Newfoundland celebrated the 500th anniversary of its discovery by Anglo-Italian explorer John Cabot. Cabot is thought to be the first European to set foot in Canada, although it is believed that Vikings did it 500 years prior. A replica of Cabot's ship called the Matthew was built in Bristol, England, and sailed to Newfoundland, where the ship and crew were welcomed by Queen Elizabeth II. It was billed the party of the century, and by all accounts, it was an impressive celebration. That was the real beginning of the modern age of tourism. Then they got serious about the advertising, with, with the TV ads and the posters and stuff. And since then, it's been really good business to be in. How often do you get up to take pictures now? Uh, still occasionally, not as often as I did, just getting older, yeah. 74, two days ago, but uh, still, well, I can. Only one employee now helps me out in, with the shipping stuff downstairs. My name is David Tucker, and I uh, do uh, laminating mounting framing mm -hmm. for all of Dan's work. And how long have you been working for Oh, <laughs> forever. <laughs> Since 40 uh, almost 40 years. 40 years. Almost close on 40 years. How did you learn how to but, do all this stuff? And a job, really. Yeah. Dan 
taught me and he had another worker here mm -hmm. before that was with us for quite a while that also taught me. Mm -hmm. These pictures are going to be laminated and mounted like you saw the ones in the gallery, mm -hmm. how they're finished. Dan just printed them yesterday. The lamination is an acrylic surface, mm -hmm. so it's washable, very, okay. very durable. Yeah. And we have a smooth laminate and a laminate with a texture as well. The only way to make a dollar to make a living in, 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 the, in this business, mm -hmm. my own work, with my own framing, my own wrapping, we do everything in store, right here in the store or down in my workshop. If I had to frame out, farm out the framing or the printing, it could not make it would not make sense. So you do your own printing here too. Everything downstairs. Oh. Yeah, everything. They're all laminated. Do all that downstairs. Mm -hmm. Everything. That's the only way to make a dollar. You, you say that the majority of your customers are people who are, are hotel guests. Hotel guests or visiting St. John's. Mm -hmm. A lot of business that long, you get a you get a well known. Of course, yeah. you get no name. I got people coming here from anywhere in, in the continent, maybe not in the hotel, but know about me from before. Mm -hmm. But I would say eighty percent of what I sell is visitors or travelers. The rest is local. You keep track of where in the world your pictures end up. Yeah, everyone basically. Oh, or, yeah. or in the early years, we did it on little business cards. Uh, little file cards with the names of the places and the names of the per customer. And in recent years, we've done it more on a computer, kept it on a computer. But uh, for example, there's one particular picture over the years that's been really, really popular. I took it from the top of the Basilica, which is the church right in the center of St. John's, looking out, the, looking out at the Narrows, and there was an iceberg right in the middle of the Narrows, and so you see the old part of the city yeah. with the harbor and the iceberg. And it's gone to, I'll just read off some of the locations. Uh, there's a couple in Houston, Chicago, it's all over the United Kingdom. We have Dallas, we have Greece, wow. we have Moose Jaw, yeah. we have New York, Vancouver, we have Japan, we have Scotland, Japan. England, uh, Puerto Rico, uh, Prague, Toronto, Ottawa, of course, Korea, to the Korean ambassador, Norway, we did a lot of Norway because the oil business was there. Here's one to France, Indonesia, so there you go. Yeah. Madrid, Australia, Dublin, keep on going. What are some of the highlights of the last 40 plus, 40, 47 years? <laughs> well, we had a few famous visitors. Oh, yeah. uh, you know. and Elton John was here. Wow. He stayed in the hotel and yeah. dropped by. Uh, Reba was in one day. Wow. A few baseball players may have been in off and on. I follow the Jays, so mm, yeah. I see when they were on a promotional tour, that kind of thing. Nice. President of China was in before the current president. Right. This is about 30 years ago. Yeah. Met, met the Queen when she was doing her tour. Oh, yeah. I was hired to photograph her. She wasn't in the store, but uh, she met me and I met her. Right. The highlights are when some customer comes in and is, is take up to, taken up with the pictures and, and buys two or three for his house. Mm -hmm. That's a better day for me than meeting any musician or a queen sure. or whatever else. So if someone comes in and spends a thousand dollars, that makes me feel good about my work. What would you say is kind of the more popular, uh, anything with an iceberg? An iceberg in a lighthouse. <laughs> iceberg and lighthouse on a fine day. Look at them. Next, Don has found the perfect marriage of his passion for photography and his love for his home province to build an ideal business in Lane Gallery. But what happens when both photography and tourism as we know it are disrupted by new technologies? How will he adapt? Stay tuned to find out. You're listening to Yes, We Are Open.
Don Lane has pulled off the dream. For over four decades, he's been running a successful gallery selling his own photography. His clients are primarily visitors to his home province of Newfoundland. But over the span of 47 years, there are bound to be struggles. In Don's case, there were major disruptions in the form of digital photography and short-term vacation rentals and a major reduction in oil production in 2014, threatening to turn his business upside down. How did he fare? Let's find out. It's a 40-year business. You must have hit some tough points. At any point in the last 40 years, 48 years, were you ever, you know, in danger of shuttering your doors? The only struggle, real real struggle, mm-hmm. would be uh, for a year or two or three in 2004 or so, when I was just becoming, the landscape part of it was becoming a bit tiring. Mm-hmm. Because I'd seen all of Newfoundland. It's a gorgeous place to yeah. be. But you go back over and over the same places, you're seeing the same scenery. So that became, I, I was toying then with leaving it because I was, it was, it was becoming a repetitive job. Sure. You know? How close did you get to leaving? I looked at two or three other careers, mm-hmm. made serious interviews, but uh, I never really took any action toward it. It'd be pretty tough going from your own, being your own boss to working for somebody else. Yeah, well, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be working for somebody else. No matter what happens, it would be my own, it would be my own boss. Yeah. It, would not be, it would not be changing to work for another company, I don't think. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do that. When you own your own business for 25 years or 40 years, you can't really do sure. that. Almost impossible. Yeah. yeah. But I interviewed a couple of places about a career. I shouldn't say about a job. Sure. About a career and other things mm-hmm. that I was good at or interested in. And, uh, like, for example? Financial. Yeah. Okay. Interviews. But then the, the following, it did, did nothing at the time. And then the following year, digital. Yep. Yeah. I got my first digital camera that didn't use it very much. The second one was a 12 megapixel digital camera. And that opened up the whole world because I could go back now to those same places and not worry about the fact that there's a telephone pole in the way or the fact that there's a car going down the street. Because you can improve upon the picture in in both the color and you mentioned the skies and, 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 and remove extraneous objects. You can make panoramas, which you couldn't before. So that, when I, when I discovered digital, the, the, the post-processing and digital, it changed the whole aspect of this business and made it more fun again. Right. So it's like I restarted the business. So digital kind of rejuvenated. Yeah, yeah. rejuvenated. That's yeah. exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. You can make pictures more colorful, make the color richer and more vibrant, mm-hmm. uh, make the skies darker and richer. It's cheaper yeah. to find one picture and take a thousand more and throw them away. Because every time you shoot with film, it's a dollar, a dollar, a dollar, a dollar, right. a dollar, every dollar, right? And you're waiting for it to come back to see if it's Yeah, you don't know what you got. But in the digital, you have it, yeah. And it's better quality. I know there will be people who argue that because there are definitely film film lovers, like vinyl and music. Yeah. Film would have, would have followers. But I, I didn't. I was glad to get rid of the film and love, embrace the digital right away. Everything I shot before 2006 or seven mm-hmm. is now digitized. You can't tell them there will always one switch, and they're all printed digitally. And they're longer lasting, they're better quality, they're basically cheaper to make, faster to make, inventory costs are down. The expensive part is getting the cameras, getting the computers, and the printers, which you have to replace every few years yeah. because they break and there's new ones. Yeah. But the picture is cheaper once you buy the equipment. Yeah. All the pictures are dated, and anything with the O7 on it is shot digitally. So that, that year is when I got my first real digital camera. Did you- Resist for a bit? Or? No, no, not really. No, as soon as you resisted when they were toys, because mm-hmm. they were toy digital cameras in the yeah. early 2000s. And people said, don't bother with it, it's too low, low, low end, very to film. But once it came out to be a six or eight megapixel, which was a big thing at the time, yeah. I bought one and played with it, realized I couldn't do large prints with it. But as soon as the next one came out, the 12 megapixel, I latched on to it. 
I took everything out, took it, saw my dark room, got rid of all the cameras, and entirely digital. Yeah, no, I love it. It did, yeah, definitely. Uh, and, and especially anybody, anybody in travel. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. so because yeah. you're in a hotel, yeah. I'm, I'm assuming the hotel was shut down for at least... Locked, locked shut, both yeah. the doors in, in, in uh, March of 2020, that's right. Yeah. And you, could you even come into your own studio? Uh, with a, with a uh, knock at the door and a wave of the hand. Mm -hmm. The one person who was in the building would find me and let me in. So I could come in and fill up the occasional web order or whatever. Right. Go down to my workshop, I had something to do. Yes, mm -hmm. I could. But there was no traffic and no reason to be here. Right. Yeah. But you were able to sell some online. Yeah, a few, yeah. I'm not, I'm not a big online presence. People, I'm convinced, would rather come in and look and see and touch and feel, mm -hmm. look at the frames, look at the size, yeah. see different comparisons rather than just online. It's a touchy-feely business. One thing about COVID, um, the, the, or to back up on COVID, mm -hmm. the, the hotel changed hands here back in 2014-15 with new management. Mm -hmm. Before that, it was Fortis, right. which is the uh, utility. They sold all their hotel businesses and to individual properties, to individual owners. So business changed after that, but also affected by more hotels and by Airbnb. Yeah. And the oil business here, which was a really profitable mm -hmm. business during the years, changed as well in 2014-15. With the uh, reduction of oil prices, it, it collapsed in 2014. So we lost a lot of business because of that as well. We were coming back out of that, and the, the best winter we'd had in years was 2020, right. before COVID. Mm -hmm. Three months before COVID, we were doing really, really good business here. Yeah. Um, right back like it was before. Mm -hmm. And then COVID hit. So that we were the effect of COVID on us was almost more dramatic sure. because we had come out of a low spell and we're just getting our sea legs again yeah. until COVID took the good out of it. Yeah. lasted about six months, COVID did. I think the hotel closed in March and reopened in October. Mm -hmm. There were some problems in the hotel in the reopening. For the first the first year, I guess, Dan, the first year wasn't much most, done anyway. Most and most of the first six months. Six months, like yeah. yeah. The first year there wasn't much. There was a flood like that, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Some men's room across the hall. I forgot to mention that. Right, the, the, the day or the... Two days before the hotel reopened, after COVID, mm -hmm. the men's room across the hall busted a pipe. Oh. And the whole lobby, our, our wing, but especially my place, the one next door, totally flooded. Carpet had to be taken out. The whole thing oh, was no. ruined. Yeah. Were any, any of your pictures ruined? Uh, just a couple of things on the floor, yeah. but nothing we couldn't. It wasn't damage to us. It was damage to the, the room that, right. you know, that you had to replace. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, a yeah, lot. Yeah. That's and that took uh, three months, basically, for the hotel to clean up and dry up and organize and re-carpet and everything else. That Christmas we, we opened, so it was yeah, it was almost a year because you were still off during all that. We didn't do anything yeah. during all sure. that, yeah. After that, I, I would, uh, still with the restrictions on, we would get orders over our website, from the website, and I would come in here on my own. I'm on my own here most times anyway. Mm -hmm. So it didn't matter what time I came in here to do any work. It could be the middle of the night, it could be early morning. Right. Because uh, I was here on my own, and, and the main thing is, was just get the work done for the orders mm -hmm. that we uh, received on our website. So you're able to keep busy. Sort of, yeah. To some degree, we found a way to keep ourselves. Yeah, yeah, that's good.
it was such, such a goal, yeah, but, but uh, yeah. I knew it was not going to be forever. Sure. So it wasn't wasn't Where really a. Yeah, well, I lived with it. Sure. Yeah, your landlord I'm, I'm helped out. I'm oh sure. yeah, yeah, absolutely. They were they were they were great. Yeah. yeah. Does the oil kind of bounce back? I mean, it's, it's no, no. I think you'll find the same. If you ask a restaurant here, or taxi driver, or any other gallery, it was boom times between 1990 mm -hmm. until 2014, 15, when they were drilling, mm -hmm. discovering, developing, and producing. And it was just one one project to the other, to the other, to the other. Right. And that's why we have all the good restaurants and stuff and, 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 and beautiful downtown. But when they when the oil price collapsed in 14, people will say at the time that it's they're not going to spend the money. The oil companies are not going to spend the employees are not spending the money, not putting employees through like they used to. Now, I don't speak for them. I can't. Sure. But there's definitely a fall off in business of travel in the oil business that there was in those days. Tourism's back. Uh, yep, this year it is. Yeah, my family and I were here for the first time last summer, and uh, everyone I, I spoke to said they've never seen the place so busy. Yeah, I, I can see that. A lot, there's a lot of people who would no, normally travel outside the country, stayed in the country, stay in and the stayed country. in the province too. Yeah, yeah. There was there was the local tourism promotions were on. Mm -hmm. I can't compare it to 2000, say 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. If you go back 10 years to 2010, 12, 13, 14, those were the real heydays oh, yeah. for me and for this building. Mm -hmm. But since then, like I said, because of oil and because there are more hotels and more Airbnbs, there might be a lot of people on Water Street walking around and visiting the community, seeing the icebergs, but not always in this hotel. Sure. Because I realized, you know, the world changes. It's a, it's, a lovely, it's a quite enjoyable business. It's a great business model. I enjoy what I'm doing. I love it here every day. Sure. That's why I'm still here yeah. at this age. Up until COVID, a bit before that, it's really profitable. Mm -hmm. It's been a great, we've made money here all the time. It's a great hotel to be in because, up until, again, up until recently, up until a few years ago, it was the place to be in, it was the hotel to stay in, in St. John's. Yeah. Uh, because of tourism uh, increased, a lot of new hotels have opened here, sure. and Airbnb has taken, has taken over. Yeah. So there's more competition for the hotel business now, but it's still pretty good. There's still uh, pretty high end, medium, medium to high end customers come by here. and. Uh, We've done well. Coming up after the break, we find out what the future holds for Lane Gallery. Success in business doesn't come without moments of struggle, moments when you had to face your challenges head on. As the proud partner of Canadian business, Moneris plays a critical role in empowering businesses with the payment processing tools they need to succeed. Together, we are building stronger businesses where business owners everywhere can stand up to their challenges without slowing down. Moneris, proud partner of Canadian business. Welcome back to Yes, We Are Open. Don Lane has seen a lot of change and overcome his share of adversity in the 47 years of Lane Gallery. So what's next? Does he have any plans for the future? Let's find out. So what's your future outlook for Lane Gallery? Well, being 74, uh, the future is obviously not, not as long as the past. Mm. I honestly don't know. Um, it's the kind of business that you, you, can't really, you can't really sell it as mm. such. Um, it has to be somebody who can take over my life, not my not not just a, a retail yeah, location. Another right? And if somebody else with with a, with a with a business head, you have to have a business head, and an eye for for art of some kind, photography most likely, would come in here and 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 blend into my workload and take one or two years to sort of take over from me. That would be fine. And I'm I'm looking for that, but not actively. No. Someone's come along, I'd, I'd discuss it. 
Uh, but I doubt that's going to happen, to tell you the truth. Uh, there's no family interest in, in it. And just coldly selling it, that means somebody else will take over the pictures. Right. And you have no control over that then if you just sold everything. Oh, so you, yeah. you, you would like to keep copyrighted? Uh, no. Uh, well, ideally, I suppose. No, no. I mean, if you, if you, if you had someone come in who you trusted and would take over the business and you worked them for two or three years, that would be fine. But just advertising your business for sale, having somebody from Toronto say, I want to move to Newfoundland and buy your business and give right. you money for it. And he's got your pictures. And God knows what will happen to them. Right. They might be worth, they might be half price tomorrow. So I have, in my mind, really no no problem just closing up. Some one of these days in a year, two, three, four, five, how, how long ever I live. Just saying, okay, this is it. I'm tired now. I'm, I'm, I'm finished with, with this. And just having a one-day sale or whatever and closing and destroying everything. Literally, because I'd rather that than have them on sale in the Water Street and half price in stores. The business is done. It goes as he goes. Um, what do you hope for the, you know, your future here? Well, I'm close to retirement myself now. So I've been with Dan for 40 years. And, and uh, really, I, I'd be only, if, uh, if Dan is still at this part time to some degree, I'd still be involved, yeah. I would say. I mean, it looks like you, you created yourself the perfect career in life. I think so. Yeah, yourself. honestly, yeah. yeah. How do you feel about that? Uh, for, for reasonably content. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just enjoy working with them because they're great pictures. There's times I work in the gallery when Dan's not around and, and I meet people from all over the world and, and uh, I mean, Newfoundland's landscape is very unique and they're amazed at the pictures and, and I don't think with certain amount of people that visit here, they would see the, the natural beauty of Newfoundland and they get a chance to see it through Dan's work. As I said my son once, it's a great business model. You find something you like to do, do it, I think, fairly well, make good money at it, and keep at it as long as you want to. You're not forced out to retire. I could have retired 10 years ago, money-wise, or 20 years ago. But I like coming in here. So it's, it's, it's a quite a contentful life. Yeah. You enjoy it. Right? Yeah, why well, yeah. Is the Lane Gallery open? Yes, we are open. That's the story of Lane Gallery. People start their own businesses for many different reasons. Some simply don't want to work for someone else. Some are trying to build wealth, and perhaps a legacy. Others are trying to solve some sort of problem or fill a void in an industry. And still others are following their passions or hobbies while also trying to make a living. Now, all of those reasons are perfectly valid, but to me, the last group is the sweet spot. When you can combine your passion with your profession, then you're not working for a living anymore. You're living for a living. Just as businesses start for various reasons, their level of success should also be measured differently. Don Lane found a way to live for his living for the past 47 years and counting. He was able to provide employment for others, including David, and his work is adorning walls across the globe. Now, whether or not Lane Gallery continues after Don is done is irrelevant. The business has already succeeded. Yes, We Were Open is a Moneris podcast production. I'd like to thank David and Don for taking time to share their story. 
You can learn more about Lane Gallery at lanegallery.com or follow Don on Facebook at Don Lane Gallery. Please support this podcast by writing us a review on Apple Podcasts or rate us on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. If you're a Canadian small business owner or know of one with an interesting story of perseverance to tell, I'd love to help tell it. You can contact me at podcast.maneris.com. Tune in next week for another story of small business struggle and survival on the Yes, We Are Open podcast. I'm Al Grego. Thank you for listening.